0: hey this is josh and stella and welcome to the greater seattle real estate podcast again um yep we're gonna- <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna ask me all right let's start with rose and thorn
1: oh i love this one all right i actually got a good one for you guys this time so th- it's actually a rose and a thorn so what happened at work was uh my boss pulled me aside and he like Brought me to a conference room. I literally thought I got in trouble. Like he found out I bought my side gig about real estate or oh. something. So I was really, really nervous and really ner and like worried that I was gonna get fired. <laughs> basically, <laughs> luckily I had my mask on the entire time, so he didn't really see how nervous I was. But we got to the conference room and he sits. Th- he sits me down. And he was like. Hey Stella, like this last year like I know it was during the pandemic like you weren't really like you know doing all the work you were supposed to be doing you didn't really come to the office at all like obviously there's a pandemic right now right so I'm kind of sitting in this chair like kind of kind of sweating balls (laughs) (laughs) and he was telling me how bad of a job I was doing and that I could never be a principal engineer at my company not like I really wanted to be one anyways so basically just kind of like grilling me and then he, like, sticks out his hand and he goes, but I'm promoting you. And I was, like, "What?" so confused because I was, like, wait, I thought you were going to fire me. He's, like, no, you're, I'm promoting you. And I was, like, this was, like, the wrong way to do that. <laughs> so I guess that was my rose. But during that same conversation, I was, like, well, I have something to tell you. And he then he got kind of, like, concerned. He was, like, wait, what? And I'm, like, oh, I have, like, a side gig as a real estate agent. So... The reason why I wasn't very good last year is because I was studying for my real estate exam and he like, like paused and was like, why are you doing that? Like those are for people who like don't succeed in the workplace. And then he started growing me again. He's like started like saying all this stuff about how terrible the real estate business is and how hard it was to get clients. And I was just like, okay, there. Never- so that was my thorn. That's
0: funny. All in the
1: same day. Yeah. Jeez. I know it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> how about you?
0: <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So my rose for this week. Um, actually, I'll start with my thorn because uh, I'm remembering that first. Uh. Was we had a, I mean this is not a big thorn at all but um, you know tenant turnover uh, I think people we have a new some you know I have to find a new tenant to take a room in our Ballard house and you know it's just a little bit of work every time you know you have to craft the the ad and post it and then deal with you know screening applicants and potentially showings uh, depending on how you're going to handle that. And so, um, you know, like once or twice, if you've got like one house and you do it like once a year or less often, then it's definitely not a big deal. But if you're managing 10 leases or, or more then and you're doing it yourself, then it, it can start to be, um, you know, a, a significant chunk of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we had, we did that recently. So.
1: And then do you run like credit checks and background checks?
0: Not always. Oh, okay. Um, if I'm helping a client rent out a house mm-hmm. and the they rent's like $3,000 a month, then I always ha- I screen the tenants for them and make sure they're qualified. But if I'm renting out a room for like $900, $1,000, and I can at least confirm that they have a job, mm-hmm. um, or if they can show me that you know maybe they have enough money in their bank account they could pay the whole year at once,
1: mm-hmm. then
0: I'm not too concerned mm-hmm. and I haven't had any issues with it yet I just try to kind of go with like a gut check um I have done it in the past but you know a lot of times if people are renting a room they might um they might not have the best credit
1: yeah right that makes sense so it doesn't
0: always matter to me in Seattle
1: yeah that's I mean that's kind of what how we're a little different so I think on this episode I'll talk a little bit about my condo I have a one bedroom one bathroom in Lake City so I bought that for 199 $199,000 $199,000 I don't know when was this tonight 2017 I want to say yeah mid 2017 and I moved in and lived there for like five years or just recently until last winter and then I bought a second property where I'm living now and I rented out the Lake City one um so yeah so Josh is like more of a free kind of, he's he's more lenient I think <laughs> on people on tenants but um When I was searching for tenants, um, you use Craigslist, but I didn't go that route because, you know, I didn't want... My building's kind of strict, like, there's a lot of rules and there's a lot of cameras, there's an HOA, you know, that whole thing. So I couldn't really put in someone random in there. I don't think the HOA would have been happy because they have to approve the tenant before they moved in. So um, I use Facebook Marketplace, actually. So. Um, What I liked about that platform is you can actually click on the profile and make sure they're, like, a legit person. Um, You know, you can kind of see what those people were into, like, their hobbies and stuff. Like, I think I had a couple applicants that, like, had pictures of them smoking marijuana on their Facebook, (laughs) which is totally fine. There's nothing against that, but I wouldn't want, you know, a tenant smoking in my building because it wasn't allowed. So those people, I didn't, um, didn't ask for an application, but... My first tenant experience I have was um, this couple. They were kind of an older couple, very sweet um, at first, <laughs> um, but they had a really interesting story. So like the guy, I really hope they don't listen to this podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the guy was going through a divorce with his wife and he has a girlfriend and they were going to move in together and, as like their first place. Um, but since the guy was going through legal issues with the divorce, he didn't want his name on the lease. And I was like, that's probably fine. Um, but it ended up not being fine (laughs) and I can get to that in a bit, but basically they moved in. It was, he put his girlfriend's name on the lease and he just kind of moved in with her and I thought that would be okay. And on the HOA form, I was just wrote the girlfriend's name, Mm -hmm. but then what happened that week after they moved in is the guy got in an altercation with another person in the garage and the person he got in the altercation was was on was on the HOA board. Yeah. Of all people, <laughs> right? So they were like yelling at each other. They both called me, they almost called the cops because um my HOA board has a dog that was like kind of aggressive towards them and you know, like as a as a as a guy. They the both key- called the cops? No, I don't think I don't actually remember if they called the cops or not. I don't think they did. Okay. But they both called me oh, okay. that night, um, like, saying... The HOA board, like, like person called me and was like, who is this random person in the garage, like, yelling at me about my <laughs> dog? Like, who is it? Like, do you know this person? Like, does he, do you know he's living in your unit? And I was like, yeah, he's, like, you know, the tenant's boyfriend. And then he got super pissed because he was like, you didn't let us know on the lease that he was moving in. Like, what, what the heck? And then the tenant's... Boyfriend, The guy who got in the fight also called me and said, hey, like, by the way, you're living in a building that's run by, like, crazy people <laughs> that are super strict and, like, super... He was, like, bullying me and basically just saying that he was, um, I don't know, harassed in the garage. And so this happened one day, and I both, somehow, like, calmed both of them down, and was like, just don't ever talk to each other again, like, just ignore each other if you're ever in the same common area, and they both agreed, but then it happened again, (laughs) yeah, like, literally three days later, they both, and, like, I don't know exactly what happened the second time, but they got another argument in the common space, like, in the lobby or something, and, um, it got pretty bad to the point where the girlfriend, my tenant, the girl, the girlfriend, um, called me and was, like, in tears saying, like, I can't live here anymore, like, my boyfriend's being harassed, your HOA board or like, or super, you know, they're bullying us, they want us to leave, and none of this is true, like, I know my HOA board, they're super <laughs> sweet people, so I think they just felt victimized for some whatever reason, um, and, like, I think, it got to the point where I was on a trip on that weekend with my friends and they were blowing my phone up. Like, they were literally calling every five minutes, leaving me long voice messages of how they were victimized. They can't live here. It wasn't safe. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, it was insane. So, like, as, you know, as, like, a good landlord, I was like, okay, I am so sorry this is happening. And would you, do you want to break your lease? Yeah. And they actually said, yeah. So, I was like, okay, well, mutually, we agreed to break the lease, so... Um, they actually ended up paying for the last month and then didn't live there. So, it actually worked out in my favor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It thinks you work out that way sometimes. It's like, mm-hmm. if you just have conversations with people, even a situation that seems hairy, it's like, you can come to an agreement. Like yeah. reasonable people. Exactly. And, like, yeah. <laughs> and if you've... Yeah. I mean, in that situation, you can get even a little extra rent out of it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So, I... You know, I'm really glad they left, and they found they found another spot, like, close to where they were. But, um, yeah, it was an interesting experience. Like, sometimes just going through their background and their credit doesn't really tell you how crazy. Yeah, they can, yeah can there's be. unknowns. <laughs> there's always unknowns, for sure. Yeah.
0: So you have new tenants now?
1: Yeah, so after they left, I put in put the ad back on Facebook and I got this lovely tenant who never texts me or never calls me. Some people
0: are the best. Like it, you'll never hear peep. And it's it's like,
1: great. Yeah. She pays her rent and never says a word. And I love her. And I hope she stays there for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. So that's my first tenant experience. Um, it's yeah, it's definitely not for the week. I feel like, <laughs> cause I feel like I can see how if you're a new landlord and you go through something like this, I can see people being like, I never want to do this again. For like, sure. I will make a property manager do it. Um Which is also an option I considered, but um my condo isn't cash flowing like your house. <laughs> I'm actually losing like fifty dollars a month because um i put I put it up for rent during the pandemic, and it was yeah. kind of people didn't want to live in big buildings last year. people were looking for houses and more in the suburb area, so
0: I think it's also a little bit harder to cash flow with a condo, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. tough, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, the HOA due went up a couple years too, another twenty bucks. So that kind of hurts. But I have a very controversial opinion on this. I actually do would recommend a condo to really? rent out as your first property if you're doing it by yourself and you don't really know contractors or you don't have enough money for a house. It like, gets kind of a good way yeah, to put your foot for in sure. yeah. um, because the condo did appreciate right since twenty seventeen. Yeah. So I'm I am planning to sell it at one point and, and with that cash uh, buy a bigger property. Yeah, so. totally so if you're someone like me you're not really into partnering up you're kind of limited on your cash um condos are a great way to get your foot in
0: it's more accessible yeah and yeah that's a good point of like there's other um there's other thing like with a condo you don't have to manage as many potential problems Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna have to replace the roof personally right right so it's like less work Yeah,
1: You do have to do your due diligence in the beginning when you're looking at the condo.
0: Definitely. Yeah,
1: you have to make sure that the HOA is like legit, has enough reserves, that your dues aren't too much, um, and that you can also rent your unit out. That's also different per building. So there's a lot of um, nuances you have to look into if you do want to use a condo as an investment property.
0: Yeah, but before I got into real estate as an agent, like I didn't realize condos have resale certificates mm-hmm. there's like so much information in yeah there. right and especially if it has a reserve study like you really want to be looking into that and sometimes they're like 100 pages they're all yeah, yeah. They're all, it's a lot take your time and look th- and you don't get that at all with the house you know right so yeah yeah condos i'm interested is that kind of like what you were thinking when you first Decided to buy the place, too, is, like...
1: No, I thought I was going to live there, like, forever. Like, that was going to be my forever home. But I guess the pandemic... Because it's a pretty small space. It's, like, not even 700 square feet. Yeah, Like, one bedroom, one bath. And during the pandemic, you know, I was working in literally my kitchen area. That was super small. Every single day for, like, 10 hours. And it was, like, it was so cramped in there. I thought I was going to lose my mind. (laughs) I think that's part of what's actually driving the market right now,
0: too. Is Mm -hmm. so many people... Starting to work from home and realizing I need more space. Right. And so there's a lot of buyers that are trying to... Find a home that they can see themselves spending all of their time in. Yeah, you know, for the most
1: yeah, part. I do. Yeah, there's families out there that I know are like upgrading. Like yeah. they're selling their old home and getting a bigger one. Like so. if you
0: didn't have an office before the pandemic, oh, you know, at this point you're like, I need. Yeah, I want an, an office. office. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so my
1: current spot now I have uh, an office. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's been it's been nice, and I highly recommend it. You know, that extra space just like keeps your sanity.
0: Yeah, if you're just rolling out of bed and getting straight onto your desk like two feet away, oh. it's like that's pretty rough you're gonna have a tough time yeah <laughs> well that's cool that's a cool experience and uh yeah. yeah if you guys have questions about any of this stuff like send us emails email us in the yeah. bio um cool anything else
1: i think that's it so right. yeah.
0: Th- thanks for listening
1: yep